Here they come, your Camarda wealth leaders, slashing taxes, dominating risks, relentlessly pursuing profits, protecting your assets, and keeping you in stitches while leading to greater riches. Your Camarda wealth leaders with Johnny Hotstocks, Camarda, Sonia Embraceable U. Elia, Rob Bulmu Shevlin, also known as the financial anesthesiologist, you'll see why, and me, Jeff, I want to be a doctor, Camarda. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER, Camarda Wealth Education Radio. Let's face it, wealth matters to living a longer, better life for you and your family. Our goal is to painlessly educate you with uncommonly shrewd advice to help grow and protect your wealth. And while we aim to keep you laughing all the way to the bank, never imagine we're not dead serious about money. Jonathan Camarda is a certified private wealth advisor, certified financial planner, chartered market technician, chartered financial consultant, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified in mutual funds. Jeff is a certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant, chartered financial analyst, certified fund specialist, chartered life underwriter, and board certified mutual funds. He's also an enrolled agent admitted to represent clients with unlimited IRS practice rights, holds a Master's of Science in Financial Services, and is a PhD student in the American American College's Financial and Retirement Planning Doctoral Program. Besides being Camarda's Chairman and Chief Investment Officer, Jeff is also a working research academic in Wealth Matters. The Camarda team believes deeply in financial education and expertise and is proud to have Dr. Tang Bray as our Chief Financial Analyst, who is also a university professor and working wealth research academic. Camarda Wealth Advisor Group offers private wealth management, including no commission portfolio management through Camarda Financial Advisors and other financial services as described in our boring end-of-the-show disclosure. Folks, welcome to uh, yet another edition of Camarda Wealth Education Radio, uh, streaming to you from uh, Jacksonville's WOKV, Sundays at 5, and the Tampa Bay region's WWBA, AMA 20, uh, Saturdays uh, from 1 to 2. Uh, Between Jacksonville and Tampa, very strong signals. uh, We have much of the Floridian Peninsula covered uh, with Wealth Education Golden Nuggets, so hopefully you will enjoy those uh, for today's program we're very fortunate to have today in the booth us uh, a bright young attorney kent how do you say your name Sosamana, is that right kent yes Jeff. you, you kent know Sossaman. You, huh, funny you don't look italian <laughs> um and uh kent uh, will be uh, um uh, discussing asset protection planning estate planning he's a very very um the astute um tax attorney as well very impressed with kent's work though he does tend to get a bit technical so we'll have him on the moose leash a little bit if need be um, and uh, Ken, why don't you tell us a little bit briefly, if you don't mind, it's a legal pun, about your uh, yourself and your training. Step up to the microphone. Don't be afraid, son. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Uh, glad to be here with you today. Um, my name is Kent Salsman. As I said, uh, we uh, work at the Coleman Law Firm, where we have a boutique tax practice focusing right. on uh, So you have a trust. J.D. in your Florida uh, bar admitted, of course. you have any yes. advanced uh, studies? Uh, yeah, LLM in taxation from the University it's, it's of Florida. It's a legal letters master in taxation? Yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. And that, that's yeah. essentially a, an advanced legal degree? It's kind yes. of like, wouldn't we like a master's, right? Because it's the J.D. A, is like the Juris Doctor. Uh, so tell me about, you know, it's, I guess that's your fifth year of legal training? That was undergraduate? That's a third, that's a fourth year. Right. Of law school, so it's a year after uh, the gotcha. three years of law school. So it's now an extra you, year of law school. And you specialize in the tax or the different types of LLMs? 
Uh, yeah, there's various types of LOMs, but uh, mine is in taxation. Okay, tell us a little bit uh, briefly about your practice, and then we'll we'll get in, we'll get our sink our teeth into some cases later on. Sure, um, I'm at the uh, Coleman Law Firm here in Jacksonville, Florida. We yes, are you mentioned that. A, don't a, please a, go. Don't give me the phone number. <laughs> <laughs> we can only plug you so much. Can we have a website or perhaps a recent tweet? <laughs> uh, we are a boutique uh, estates and trust practice that focuses on. Uh, very heavy in taxation, small business owners, and uh, we have a strong focus on wealth preservation and asset protection. Are you actually able to use the asset protection words on the air? I'm surprised, Ken. Some some of your competition may be recording you. Okay. Well, we should say wealth preservation. So uh, I'd like to – let's get into, you know, before the uh, um, the, we turned on the the microphones. And, folks, again, this is the show is recorded. We'd love to have your questions. How can they tweet to us, uh, Sonia? At Camarda Wealth. Just so tweet to us at Camarda Wealth. And uh, also during this program, um, as some of you in Jacksonville and Tampa may have seen, uh, full-page ads that we have run offering the third edition of my extensive report, The Nine Biggest Dangers Facing Today's Investor and How to Avoid Them. These reports have been flying off the shelves. We do still have some left, but those ads are over for now. If you'd like one, we'd be delighted to send one to you, but you need to call us sometime during the next 40 minutes. Write this number down, folks. We'll wait a second, get a pencil, um, get your phone out, something like that, and, uh, and call us at 800-262-1083. That's 800-262-1083 to get your nine biggest dangers facing today's investor uh, and how to avoid them. Uh, and, and as we'll be talking a little bit about, we may really be looking at an inflection point here in the markets, particularly for uh, um, uh, U.S. Uh, blue-chip stocks. And for bonds, uh, which most investors these days seem to be loaded up on, and there's a lot of danger lurking there that hopefully this report can help you to, uh, to avoid. So uh, call us, 800-262-1083. Rob, there's a recent Supreme Court decision. You know, we'll be talking a little bit later in the program about the duties that financial planners have to their clients. And, and a lot of folks, I think, will be surprised at the real lack of duty that most folks active in the field have. Um, but there's a recent decision, interesting decision, at the U.S. Supreme Court about 401k programs that really puts a point on this. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, Mussarino, close to the mic. Don't you want to remember? Okay, go ahead. Well, the thing that really uh, stood out to me is that it now uh, puts a burden on the well, let's kind of, let's, kind of, let's kind of frame it. Most of these plans are, have very expensive mutual fund or annuity programs. Uh, that appear to be inexpensive. It's very difficult to get full disclosure on what the actual costs are, but they're killer expensive, right? And often mm-hmm. mediocre uh, uh, investment, uh, um, the product and the results. Right, and there have been some cases where even mutual fund families that have uh, their employers, uh, the employees have even sued their co- own company for using very expensive funds. So, so the funds. premise is there is frequently crappy product that nobody's watching in these, these 401k plans that have millions and millions of dollars and really are the platform you know, for uh, um, the, for future retirement security for millions of Americans. So this is a very big deal. This so what's correct. been going on? Well, you know, the, the recent verdict came out and basically said that, uh, you know, the employer did not do a very good job of overseeing the investments that were put into the plan, and they were very expensive. The performance, you know, wasn't there, and that, you know, they're now going to be called on the carpet for it, essentially. Right. So, not, in fact, they weren't even watching it at all, right? No. And this is the case, you know, most employers don't realize that if you own a company, uh, take notes, or if you have somebody that you care about that owns a company, um, the, if there's a 401k, the, typically the owner of the company is the trustee. It's a pension trust. 
And the, this trustee under the, the law called ERISA has enormous liability and responsibility. Probably the, the most onerous standard for a trustee. Are you familiar with the, I think it's is it the prudent uh, man standard or, or but before ERISA trustees can't? But it's a huge, huge burden, and mo- most of these people don't realize the liability. So these things are coming home to roost as lawsuits that are emerging, and the employee is saying, gee whiz, you're the trustee. You're supposed to watch out for me, make sure there's good investments, and make sure that uh, you-, you monitor them if they change, and uh, make sure it's cost-effective. And most of these employers are not only asleep at the switch, they're not aware that they're, they're in a switch booth. Right. And if, they, if the employer even has an investment uh, strategy that they've laid out is – have they selected uh, investment choices, or has the investment advisor followed, you know, the plan that the the plan the plan sponsor or trustees committee has set set out for them? Yeah. So what the the, the Supreme Court decision was, they've just increased the burden on anyone that serves as a fiduciary to a defined compensation, to a defined contribution plan. And again, this is most employers, the owners that have these plans, and there are just you know gazillions of them. And they have a, the Supreme Court's ruling that they have a continuing duty to monitor trust investments and remove imprudent ones. And uh, um, the, the defendant in this case had argued that the statute of limitations, I think, on six years said, well, if that happened six years ago, we're not responsible. The Supreme Court said, drawing upon trust law, they said that fiduciaries to a plan, and those are the trustees, the owners, very high burden of responsibility and liability, not only must exercise prudence in selecting investments, but are required to conduct a regular review of its investments with the nature and timing of their review contingent on the circumstances. Now, Rob, are you aware of any of the employers that ever review their investments, let alone they probably buy from their golf buddy, right? Well, you know, that's a, that, that's a particular issue in that many times the plan trustee is, you know, has hired their, their own financial advisor to be the, you know, the advisor to the plan. And Who's making a ton of commissions, and, you know, then there's a very, very expensive, mediocre product. So the, uh, um, in particular, the Supreme Court ruling says that, that uh, um, employers must consider the relative cost of the investment options offered in the plan and must choose the least expensive of equivalent options. They must also regularly review the investment options or replace any of the notes need to perform. And most don't. They're completely oblivious to this. This is serious, folks. Supreme Court decision. We predict there will be a lot, lot more legal activity and lawsuits brought against employers. The time to review this stuff and clean out, clean it out, and, and get it right is now. I think a couple of years down the road, the storm clouds litigation wise can be very, very dangerous. Any uh, any final comments uh, from? Well, you know our, uh, mo- our moose or legal panel. Well, you know that uh, there's a research service that does some an- analysis of uh, many 401k plans, and we found sometimes even a simple Google search will show up uh, uh, some elements of the of a report from this company, and it'll say, you know, the, how your company, you know, may compare to its peer group, and it gives it a rating, and then it'll also indicate, you know, how much wealth you may have lost because your plan is not really watching the ball. Good. So, so on uh, that note, folks, you know, employers and or employees, take note. The time to review that 401k, get it right with fiduciary law, is now. Don't wait. All right, folks, as we approach the break, I just want to remind you that uh, we still do have just a few of these uh, um, the reports of nine biggest dangers facing today's investor and how to avoid them. You won't want to miss this read, folks. Uh, call us while we still have some left during this program, 800 262 one zero eight three eight hundred two six two one zero eight three. When we come back after the break in uh, just a couple of minutes, we'll get into some of the nitty gritty of um, the, how to combine asset protection and estate planning and tax reduction planning. 
with uh, our esteemed legal eagle, Kent Sosamana, and, uh, and also share some interesting cases that we've seen in the field. Stay with your Camarda Wealth leaders here on Camarda Wealth Education Radio. You're listening to the Camarda Wealth Leaders on WER Wealth Education Radio. This show is previously recorded. For private or on-air questions or to request free white papers or other educational materials or to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation about today's or any other wealth matter, call us at 888-CAMARDA. Write it down, folks. 888-CAMARDA. That's C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Charlie Alpha, Mike Alpha, Romeo, Delta Alpha, 888-CAMARDA. Call it now and keep it handy for wealth emergencies. All right, so you're back with your Camarda Wealth Education Radio leaders. And uh, before the break, uh, we had mentioned, uh, actually, you had a couple of things you wanted to, to sing about, didn't you, Sonia? I forgot to properly introduce you. This is Sonia Embraceable You, Elia, uh, here in the booth uh, with uh, Johnny Hotstocks Camarda uh, and also uh, the voice of Cousin Vito and many others. And uh, Rob Bullmoo Shevlin, also known from coast to coast as the financial anesthesiologist. And if you haven't figured out why yet, you will as we get deeper into the show. All right, so Sonia, you, you, you had a couple of... Uh, hardly wait. You had a couple of housekeeping items, little lady? Uh, yes, I do. As we mentioned earlier, if you'd like to tweet questions or comments to us, you're welcome to do so. They, we, we'd like to read those on the show. Up to uh, the microphone. Don't be afraid, Sonia. You can tweet us at Wealth. Um, or you can like us on Facebook, follow us on, uh, or connect with us on LinkedIn. We'd, we'd uh, like to get to know our listening viewers, so please join us. Last well, listening listeners, I think. Listening listeners, listener, whatever. whatever. Huh? She's on a roll. Well, there's, there's pictures on Facebook. Who's, so got, the, be who's got the best too. face for radio in the booth? Do we take a vote? We'll have a silent vote, okay? Wow. <laughs> silent vote. <laughs> Rob, unanimously that, elected. That's after the screen goes down. Best radio face, at least in Clay County. All right, so uh, before the break, we're talking about uh, um, inflection points and uh, um, that we have been suggesting on the air and in our newsletter and, and other channels that uh, perhaps U.S. stocks are pretty significantly valued, maybe overvalued now, and, and that with the confluence of interest rates going up. Uh, spells uh, maybe some uh, some headwinds and and uh, disastrous conditions for bonds going forward, and the market activity in early June seems to confirm that. Uh, in fact, uh, there's inflation data coming out of Europe, looking like they're recovering. What are your opinions, panel? Let's just have a little open discussion on what's happening uh, with the blue chip market in the U.S. and U.S. bonds. Jonathan, you're usually uh, uh, yes, well, pretty hot to trot on this stuff. Yeah, I try, to del- I try to delineate it a little bit. So with the uh, the bond yield surge, which you're essentially going to have as banks and insurance companies are looking real good right now. Speak to me like I'm a five-year-old child. So I can Absolutely, Jeffrey. And then on the utilities and REITs, these interest-bearing bond surrogates. So you're talking about like, utility, like stocks and, uh, and real estate investment trust companies? Right. You know, your, your, interest rate sensitive the uh, interest business rate operations. Sensitive. The income just keeps coming in as you suck it through a straw. It's beautiful until there's nothing left at the bottom of the cup. Okay. And that's what happens when yields go up. So we definitely saw mouth some weakness the there. Moose instruct him on proper microphone. Now, I do have a little concern, by the way. <laughs> far, far, far We're going to have to put the moose leash on you, Johnny. Absolutely. With some spikes, please. <laughs> oh, hey, now. That made Sonia smile. But, hey, ooh, I'm going to stop with the spikes. But anyway, as far Sorry, as... So anyway, we think that we may be seeing U.S. markets start to, you know, blue chip markets. There's a lot of opportunity in stocks worldwide and other asset classes. But do you think we may be seeing U.S. large caps start to roll, little Johnny? 
Uh, well, I think large cap uh, certainly going to slow down, although I'm a little concerned with, uh, with foreign stocks' recent weakness I saw yesterday. But I think large cap weakness in general, I think that smaller mid cap U.S. and certain niches like uh, biotechs and technology look attractive. And then, of course, foreign and certain niches. Not foreign as a blanket statement, by the way. You have to kind of uh, you have to be selective. Generally, uh, advice comes in hand there. Yeah. Any uh, any other comments? Rob, Sonia, Kent, counselor. Any uh, investment comments off the record? On the record. As I get a as I get a Cape he's Fear so visual of the mic uh, that uh, Sonia's here with a hook trying to lure him in. Say can, something. Can, can you say him in his stomach? Come you, on, can counselor. You, can you say counselor in a southern accent real quick so I can get a view of Robert De Niro on that wall? Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Cape Fear. Also, counselor. I know you're here. Our listening audience should remember that movie. So the, uh, um, the but it actually will we'll, we'll close this discussion. There was a long interview uh, in Barron's a couple of weeks ago with the uh, chief investment officer, I think, or a similar position with Raymond James down in Tampa, St. Pete. And uh, his opinion, if I remember correctly, um, is that we are in a long-term secular bull markets. And I actually tend to agree with that. I think we're in this, the same kind of upside that we saw after the late 70s and, and, the, and the beginnings of the Reagan administration, which carried us to the dot-com bubble in 2000. That's an awful long time, almost 20 years, right? Uh, and similar uh, the period from uh, the Great Depression uh, through uh, the Johnson administration in the 60s. So I think we're in a long, long, long-term bull market for a lot of reasons we won't get into here. But it doesn't mean that all stocks will participate. And I think a lot of juice has been squeezed out of U.S. Uh, blue chips. They may continue to do well, but there's more significant opportunities elsewhere, which you can read all about if we still have any of this left, Sonia. Uh, the nine uh, biggest dangers facing today's investor and how to avoid them. If you're just tuning in to us, um, the, we've been running full-page ads in the Tampa and Jacksonville papers. Those ads are over. The offer is still open a bit longer. We have some of these left there. You, you find that think, very edifying reading to help uh, guide your investment decisions going forward into what may be a very turbulent period. Get your copy, folks, while it lasts the nine biggest dangers facing today's investor and how to avoid them. Uh, the phone number, write it down now so you won't forget because you know you'll forget. 800-262-1083. 800-262-1083. We'll repeat it later on in the program. Now, Kent, this is, uh, you prepared a very detailed outline and brief here. I almost feel like you're suing somebody. You've been so diligent. So why don't we kind of get this down to what uh, the nitty-gritty to keep our radio audience uh, interested. Remember, they may only listen to us for three or four minutes as they drive from their condo to Winn-Dixie to pick up some squash for lunch. So uh, to, to just talk about what is the trust, okay? So a lot of folks have trust. They tend to forget what they are unless they're in the profession. What basically is a trust? Is that, is that a uh, – go ahead. Well, thanks, Jeff. Um, a trust is a, a basic uh, estate planning device, and a lot of folks have a uh, basic revocable living trust, which is a probate avoidance tool. Yeah, so, but, it, but a trust at it, you know, its core, it's just a bucket, right? It's like an entity. It's not quite like a company LLC or corporation, but it's, it's, a, it's a durable entity, right, a, um, the, into which we put assets, right? It's that's a bucket. correct. That's it's correct. a legal bucket that survives somebody's in, in human life. Typically. That's correct. And there's a trustee who manages those assets. So the trustee is the manager, the person that gets to call the shots and write checks and make investment decisions, right? Absolutely. All right. And then who else is in who else is party to the trust? Okay, as a and, and a trust you obviously have a beneficiary and those are the three main components. You have property, a trustee, and a beneficiary. 
All right, now, so, so we have the trustee is the, um, or rather the beneficiary is the person uh, for whom uh, the trust, the assets are placed in the trust for their benefit, right? That is correct. Okay. Any other parties? Uh, well, we have the grantor, you know, the person that would put the money in. That's right. right. That's right. the person who settles the trust, the settlor in the state of Florida. Yeah. And depending on the complexity of an individual's situation, the degree of protections they may want to have uh, for children and other generations other than themselves, uh, you can institute other investment advisors, trust protectors, and more advanced um, uh positions within the trust that will enhance uh, the features and the flexibilities from the, in the trust when it becomes irrevocable at some point. All right, so, what, so we'd use a trust typically, you know, in my way of thinking, and we see a lot of, and also we should distinguish between testamentary trusts and living trusts. Testamentary trusts are in the will, and they don't really come into being until death. So there's an avoid probate, which is, you know, one of the major advantages of a trust. And another, or, or in my view, uh, but it's got to be a living trust, right? So what is it? What, describe that distinction to us. Sure. A, um, a living trust is where you transfer the assets into the trust or to the trustee as the owner of the assets during your lifetime. And a trust a, is actually activated and in, 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 um, in operating during your lifetime. Right? Absolutely. So, so absolutely. living just means that you're still alive while it's while, When you create the trust, that's right. right. And, and operate the trust. Right? That's right. And so there, besides the probate avoidance, because if it's in a, uh, um, the, a living trust and, and, and you die, it bypasses probate, right? Just like uh, life insurance, beneficiary designation, or other stuff. Um, so you, those can be significant uh, cost savings, right? That is correct. It does not require at a person's death for those assets to be supervised by the court to transition them to the. So, on a typical million-dollar estate, you know, what would that that's probated? What would the probate cost be? You know, I know that you you lust for these. You use lurking in probate court. Great adjective. Trying to <laughs> squeeze off, Italy right. soon, squeeze so off a few that's more right. fees, but you know, right. to say that this is denied. Of course, you know, you guys are are very stout advocates. I think of probate right. avoidance, but what what kind of numbers are you looking at for a garden variety million-dollar estate? It's it's really hard to put a number on that. I don't think the moose would have a problem with that. What's uh, what you can put many numbers on it. That's I, right. So you can, you know, just pull one out of the bucket. Just get closer to the feedback where the microphone is, Rob. Uh, unless you're negotiating with the attorney that has to represent you in probate, I mean, you can see fees on a million dollars of up to twenty to thirty thousand dollars. Well, yeah, isn't there a statutory percentage? There is. What a, is that? There's a statutory uh, schedule, and that schedule is tiered based on the value of the state. Yeah, so but it, it, it works it? out to be three percent. On uh, a million, uh, yeah. So thirty grand is a, is a exactly. pretty good number, plus other costs as well. That's who, right. How did that get into the law? Who put the doctors put that in? Or was it lawyers? <laughs> so the law in the state of Florida right. basically mandates uh, about three percent per million. You know, it's more complicated than that, but sure. it's an easy number to get your head around. About thirty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. You'd probably rather have a good grandson or something like that. Um, so uh, and no regulatory body talking about that in the news. That's right. Well, that's, uh, that's, uh, we'll save that for after the break. We only have 20 seconds left before we have to leap over the break. We'll continue this discussion of, uh, um, the, of uh, probate avoidance and probate feed avoidance uh, but, uh, um, after uh, the second break. But stay with you, Kamara, to Wealth uh, Education Leaders here on Wealth Education Radio. And, again, that number, if you'd like to get your nine days report, is 800-262-1083. Stay with us. You're listening to the Camarda Brothers plus the Antle and Rob on WER Wealth Education Radio. Better planning, better wealth, better wealth, better life. Tell your friends about the Camarda Wealth Radios right here on this station. This show is recorded, but you have questions to be answered privately or on the air if you wish. 
or want free reports or other educational materials, uh, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Camarda Wealth offers complimentary, that's free folks, portfolio reviews to listeners. Get us your statements and we will thoroughly examine your portfolio, give you opinions on the risk and quality of each position you own, as well as how wisely we believe the whole thing holds together and how efficiently it addresses your needs and goals. At the same time, we'll also opine on how protected your assets are from financial predators, your estate plan, tax savings opportunities, and other ways we can think that you can cut risk, avoid probate, save money, and just plain get richer faster. Did I mention this service was free? Just call us at 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, 888-CAMARDA, to set up your free portfolio review now. 